Coming up, half the games going to overtime means it was a fun night in hockey. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Game to Game NHL, local experts going over the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Jordan Black. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. In their first game back since hosting the All-Star Game, the Panthers looked like All-Stars, dismantling the Tampa Bay Lightning in Florida. Our Locked On Panthers host tells you what it was that let the Florida Panthers get off to such a hot start off the break. What a win for the Florida Panthers at FLA Live Arena, snapping a seven-game losing streak to the Tampa Bay Lightning. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, and the Panthers defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning by final score of 7-1 to one at FLA Live Arena. And this was the Carver Hagee, Sam Bennett, and Matthew Kachuk sh- show. And each of them got at least four points on the night, with none of them playing more than 16 minutes of total time on ice and Sergey Bobrovsky as well setting the tone early growing 32 of 33 on the night including stopping partial breakaways one from Ross Colton and then one on Steven Stamkos to keep the Panthers in this game and the Panthers consistently not allowing the Tampa Bay Lightning to live in the slot so we're going to recap this more on tomorrow's edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast so make sure you tune in your team every day Bo Horvat made his New York Islanders debut Monday night, and New York got the win on the road against Philadelphia and the Flyers. The lockdown hosts from both teams tell you how New York got the one-goal victory. Bo Horvat gives the Islanders some juice and two points. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders down the Philadelphia Flyers, 2-1 to one in Philadelphia in Bo Horvat's Islanders debut. Horvat. Didn't play badly, didn't play spectacularly, no points in this game, but he did lead the team with four shots on goal, and his presence seemed to give the Islanders a little more jump and a little more confidence. Semyon Varlamov comes up big as well on the back end to overcome some sloppiness in the defensive zone, and the Islanders get a badly needed two points to increase their win streak to three games. Now the question is, how quickly can Horvat? get comfortable with his line mates and his teammates and the Islanders system and start producing points. But at least you take the two points and go from there. For more, listen to and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get podcasts. The Flyers were definitely a little rusty coming off the All-Star break and couldn't find the back of the net late to give themselves a shot to win this one. Hi, I'm Rachel Donner with Locked On Flyers for your quick reaction to the Flyers' 2-1 to loss against the New York Islanders. The Flyers got off to a slow start in this one, but really came alive in the, the second half of the game. The Isles were playing a pretty passive and conservative game to hold on to the lead late. And the Flyers just couldn't take advantage of a power play that had zero shots on goal or get a ton of high danger chances to tie it up in the third. For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune in to the Locked On Flyers podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. The Rangers and Flames went back and forth in Madison Square Garden and needed overtime to decide things in New York, but the home team came out with a win in the end. Our Locked On Rangers host gives you more on how they got it done. 
So that might just be the craziest regular season hockey game I have ever watched, and that also might be the Rangers' best win of the season. What is going on, everybody? This is John Chick with Locked On New York Rangers. I didn't think anything was going to top the win against the Stars earlier this year. You know, the Rangers won that game 2-1 in overtime. Yeah, Ke'Andre Miller scoring with less than a second left, and then Fox wins it in overtime. This game didn't have the last second heroics that that one did. A 5-4 overtime win against the Calgary Flames here, first game out of the All-Star break. But it had everything else. I mean, everything you could possibly uh, want in a hockey game, whether you're an old school fan, a new school fan, uh, you like, you know, scoring, you like big hits, uh, you like an occasional fight or two. Uh, This game had all that. And then some, uh, this game just felt like a, I was going to say a 60 minute fight, but it went to overtime. What was it like a 62 minute fight or whatever it was there? Uh, Just a a struggle from start to finish. Rangers made some mistakes in this game. There were some instances where, you know, they shot themselves in the foot. The too many men penalty definitely comes some mind, uh, maybe a defensive lapse or two that led to a Calgary goal. But regardless, this was just a crazy, crazy hockey game. The kind of game that if you're trying to get your friend into hockey, this is the kind of game that you would show uh, him or her. Because like I said, it had a little bit of everything. Very, very exciting from start to finish. Uh, Philip Heedle continues his breakout season. I don't think there's any question now he is truly a breakout player. And Alexi Lafreniere coming up clutch in the overtime period as well. Going to discuss all this on the next episode of Lockdown New York Rangers. Do not miss it. Coming up, the Stars avoid letting a third-period collapse result in a loss. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you have to try Built Bar. It's still a new year. You're still trying to eat healthy. That's what I'm trying to do. Built Bar is the way to do it. They're so good because they're covered in real chocolate. And yes, you heard that right. And they come in amazing flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, They're so good. And now you don't have to wait to get a whole entire box. We've been telling you to order at built.com, but now you can get a box at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. You can head to your nearest Walmart today and get yourself a box of Built Bars. You can thank me later. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm Jordan Black. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Devils and Canucks also needed overtime in the Northeast, and the home team also won in that matchup. Locked on Devils has more after New Jersey defeated Vancouver. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, for the sixth time in their last seven matchups, the New Jersey Devils had to send a game into overtime to determine a winner. It's worth mentioning that in the second period, they were up 4-1. to one. In fact, they were able to score three goals in a 50-second span. Unfortunately, the defense was a little sloppy in front of Vitek Vanacek, and as a result, the New Jersey Devils blew a huge lead, and the Vancouver Canucks were able to tie it for a piece. But going into OT, the New Jersey Devils were trying to walk away with the two extra points and Jack Hughes once again knew how to set up his teammate on a no-look pass to Jesper Bratt on the one-timer. Bratt was able to find the back of the net and send the New Jersey Devils home happy. So even though the New Jersey Devils did play with some decent speed, it looked like they came out somewhat aggressive and uh, overall they were getting a lot of shots on goal. The New Jersey Devils just need to clean it up just a little bit more because this game was far from perfect but a win is a win and I'm sure they'll take that any day of the week. The Dallas Stars were 20 minutes away from a shutout win over the Ducks, but two Anaheim goals in the third period forced Dallas to work a little bit harder for the victory. The Stars ended up pulling out the win in a shootout, but Locked On Stars says this one could have been a lot less stressful. 
It wasn't necessarily pretty, but the Dallas Stars pick up two points in Jamie Benn's thousandth career NHL game. Hey, everybody, this is Dane Lewis with the Lockdown Stars podcast and is an eventful slash a little bit of an emotional night on Monday evening at the American Airlines Center. The Stars back for the first time since the end of January going into the All-Star break. John Klingberg eight-year Dallas star defenseman making his return to Texas for the first time since joining the Anaheim Ducks and of course the aforementioned Jamie Benn the captain of the Dallas Stars playing in his thousandth career NHL game and the Stars would jump out to an early 2-0 lead in this matchup but then they would give up two goals in the third period before heading to overtime which they finally survived the fourth game in a row where the Stars have gone to overtime tied at two. They escape overtime despite being down four to three at one point, and they get to a shootout, and then the Dallas Stars work their magic. Goals from Jason Robertson and Tyler Sagan and a few timely saves from Jake Ottinger give the victory green team two points. A big win all around. Not the prettiest win, but you can't expect perfect hockey from a team that's been off for you know over a week, and it's their first game back in action. But it's nice to finally see this team get over the hump and get a win past regulation after their last three games ended in 3-2 overtime losses. But we'll talk about this game and dive into Jamie Benn's 1,000th career NHL game on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Stars. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. The Arizona Coyotes scored two goals in the final 10 and a half minutes to come back from behind and beat the Minnesota Wild. Locked on Wild is in to try to explain Minnesota's first loss to Arizona this season. Not how I was hoping the Wild would start the second half of the season. Hey everybody, Seth Sopal, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 3-2 loss for the Minnesota Wild to the Arizona Coyotes to start the second half of the season. Wild led 1-0 despite a lackluster first period on the goal from Kirill Kaprizov. Coyotes tied it. Wild took the lead once again at 2-1 on a goal from Jonas Brodeen. Coyotes tied it. Jack McBain scores on a breakaway goal for the Coyotes to make it 3-2. And on a night where the Wild were called for six penalties, they could not muster the game-tying goal with a power play down the stretch. And losing to Arizona any way that you slice it, if you're going to be a playoff team, is a very bad way to get things going. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you're following Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. And that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Game to Game. Thank you so much for making Locked on your first listen every weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on NHL and to your team's Locked on podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Black, and this has been Locked on Game to Game.